You'll know Megan Scully very well from her work over the years, including at the moment with the Limerick Leader newspaper. And uh, she's in the studio with me. Good morning to you. Morning. So you are, unfortunately, a real life example of some of the things that we and many others have been talking about in recent weeks. And that is, you know, um, the difficulties that people are having, especially with renting accommodation. Now, you have an apartment. I think you've had one for seven years in Limerick City. Is that right, Megan? Yes, yeah, so I actually yeah, moved here. It's nearly coming up to, I think Riverfest weekend is my Limerick anniversary and uh, yeah, I've lived in the exact same apartment ever since then and I just absolutely love it. Like, I love living in the city centre. I'm a real advocate for promoting what goes on in the city centre and uh, I've just always loved my lifestyle here and um, yeah, I've, I've just, I've, I've always, like, sing the praises of Limerick. I think people know I'm originally from Galway but I am constantly, like, a champion for this county and uh, yeah I just I love where I live Mm -hmm. but but unfortunately it's coming to an end I got the dreaded letter Um, now look I'm probably in a more fortunate place than others that I do have six months to I guess figure out what I'm going to do Um, but seven years living in the same place I looked around the apartment last night after I read the letter and I just thought I I don't even know how I'm going to well I, I know my family and friends will help me move out but I just thought I have created such a home here in Limerick. Um, I actually have lived longer in this apartment than I have in my own home house because we moved quite a lot. We came originally from Dublin to Spiddle and then on to Ardrahan, which is in South Galway. And uh, I moved into that house in Ardrahan when I was 10 and I left at 17 to come to the University of Limerick. Um, so by the time I have to move out of this apartment, I'll have lived, that'll be the longest home I've ever had. Yeah, and there you go. And people don't think about that aspect of it when they consider tenants and renting, do they? That you build an emotional connection to your environment. Oh, I think everyone knows how much I love that apartment. It's it's been kind of, it's my my saviour, it's like my safe place. Um, you know, during lockdown, I spent six weeks on my own there at the very start and I just really embraced it and really made the most of my time there. And I had the three bridges, thankfully, on my doorstep as my two kilometre at that time. We could only go two kilometres. And I just really, yeah, I actually definitely have a connection to the apartment. I know that might sound crazy to say, but I definitely do. And I always say, like, when I look out the window, I look across the Shannon and I'm looking west. So I always say I'm looking home. And uh, it's just, yeah, it's become, I think I've gone through so much there in the last seven years. I've had so many different, I guess, life changing moments. I've had job changes. I've had relationships. I've had breakups. I've had just so much happen throughout that time. But one thing has always been remained that that place has been really happy for me and it's just brought me so much joy. Right. We're chatting to Megan Scully um, and it's, it's an awful uh, term, isn't it? Notice of termination and you said you were given a number of months but was there a reason for the termination? I'm not fully sure what's going on so um, I'll have to find out now what, what's going to happen but um, yeah, I, all I just know is that we have to be out and look, I don't blame landlords in this situation either because like yourself, I've been following a lot of this um, what's been going on and I've been seeing I've been listening to both sides, tenants and landlords and everyone's kind of I guess up against a wall and it's kind of it's hard for any of us to know what's what's right and what's wrong here but like you know I, I don't blame landlords at all either because I think you know they have properties that maybe they want to live in themselves or maybe they actually just decide I don't want to own anymore I want to sell um, so it's hard for them as well like and I've heard, heard some stories where landlords have owned houses maybe were living abroad and have come home now and can't get into their own house and have nowhere to live because one house they own is occupied by tenants. So look, I understand that it's for everyone it's a really really tough situation. My biggest fear about this whole scenario is the next couple of months and the next couple of weeks and months, we are going to have thousands of tenants 
out. And last night then as well, of course, I looked online just to see, for example, what is available in Limerick City right now. And I think I saw six properties. And, you know, in my house alone, there's three of us. So I was like, in a couple of months, three of us will be looking for a room somewhere. And that, and we're, we're just part of the, we're just part of this huge group. And it's just going to get bigger and bigger as the days and the weeks go on, as these letters start to land into post boxes. Yeah, because it means, you know, as you say, you love where you are right now. That is coming to an end. But trying to find somewhere at all and then somewhere that might suit you. It's a real dilemma, isn't it? Yeah, and like I, I suppose I've I've I'm already I've gone through so many scenarios in my head already since last night and I guess one of them is um that I might have to move home to Galway for a couple of weeks while I try to figure things out. Um, thankfully as well, do I have friends? Megan, you're a Limerick woman, really. I know. No? I can't go back to Galway. Don't let me go. Um, no, but thankfully I do have friends and family. As I said, I am one of the luckier ones. I have friends and family in and around Limerick, so I know I won't be stuck for a bed. But then it kind of the other scenario is I'm in my thirties now. Do I look at getting a mortgage? But then I have been looking at that as well, and you know, um, I don't. <laughs> I only have a few months now to properly save. Um, but on the other hand, I don't want to panic buy. I don't want to buy just for the sake of buying because I've nowhere else to go um, and I don't want to end up buying somewhere and then, as you said, maybe not being happy where I am. So it's kind of, I'm at this weird situation now where I guess I have a lot of thinking to do over the next few weeks and just figure out what is the right move for me. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's just sad. It's kind of emotional to say they'll have to let go to a place that just means so much to me. And is it your sense that, you know, people in your age range, you know, late 20s, early 30s, that there's a lot of resentment about how you've ended up mm-hmm. in general. I'm not specifically talking about you, but you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I guess it's the age old story where people go, oh, like, you know, your parents kind of go, well, sure, when I was your age, we had our house and we had the mortgage half paid off. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but situations are so different nowadays. And the problem is, like, I, like I've always said, I'm, I've actually been quite happy being a long term renter. If you said to me, look, you can have that apartment for the next, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 years. And just like, in, like the model they have in a lot of European cities, I actually am quite happy being a renter. But now I'm at the situation where it's, probably going to have to come down to getting a mortgage but then you look at the deposits now and um you know I will be a first time buyer but then what is out there that I can buy so yeah it's it's just kind of a really I guess unsettling situation because you kind of wonder um am I going to get on the property ladder am I going to be renting and then I guess now the fear is if I go into renting again um ha- like mm. is there security there because it, it's kind of year to year but I just wish that maybe the government had put in place something before they lifted this ban maybe some sort of something some sort of safety net because as I mentioned you're possibly I'm sure there's so many people in Limerick right now who've waking up the exact same situation I have so there's going to be probably thousands of us in this county alone who are going to be looking for somewhere to live and that's I think what the scary situation and again as I mentioned I'm lucky I have friends and family here there are people listening right now and there are people in this city and county that don't have family and friends that they can just jump in with there are people who have children who have like a you know uh, like might have a few kids and they can't just land into someone's house in their spare room so this is where something's going to have to happen yeah. Is it your sense that you're part of the first generation that's worse off than your parents' generation? I guess I suppose I'd say everything's relative but I suppose for me yeah I'd say I would because as I mentioned my mother was my age she um, had, was, had a house and you know it was fine and I know a lot of people of her generation were the same um, I guess it just yeah it just puts us into a really like I I always try to be a very optimistic person um, I'm trying to not get too stressed or anxious I'm quite an anxious person as well I'm trying to keep myself as calm as I can at the moment um, but yeah the reality of it is kind of going oh 
in a few months what's going to happen and where where I end up and that's kind of scary as well but then I'm trying to try to look at it in a positive way and say oh but this could be an exciting new chapter so that's my new word now the day I'm like this is just a new chapter Megan just another chapter you'll be fine and um, but I guess you know deep down I yeah. feel sick and I, mean, I think most people listening would say oh listen Megan will be a-okay and mm-hmm. B will be a great tenant but the difficulty is there are lots of great tenants yeah there are. You know, loads of people with individual stories, as you point out, who are going to find themselves in this dilemma. And that's, I think there's going to be so many of us going for this, like sure, we've seen it for this, how many years now, there's going to be so many of us queuing up for the same room. We see the scenes in Dublin where they've hundreds of people turning up to an open house and we're probably going to start seeing that now in Limerick as well. And like I remember when I lived in uh, London, you'd have to, you'd, it was almost like going on a date when you'd try to go view a house because you'd be trying to sell yourself and you're like, I swear I'm a really nice person, I'm really clean, I'm really easy to live with, I'm really quiet, I can do this, I can do that. And like you're literally trying to sell your soul and hoping that the person looks at you and goes, do you know what? You can have the room, but it, that's what it's going to be like. It's going to be, as I mentioned, hundreds, if not thousands of us trying to go for the same place. All right. Well, listen, you're very good to lend your voice to this. And I know you've been on social media talking about it as well, because I think it gives people a sense of the reality on mm. the ground for uh, so many, for the people that they know as well. You know, This is part of it, too. It's not out there. It's next door. It's sisters. It's brothers. It's relatives. It's friends and other family, too. Well, Megan Scully from the Limerick Leader, we wish you well with the search. And we thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about it as well. Thank you. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.